0: Good Thursday
1: evening. It is game day for the Washington Commanders. It is the Sideline Junkies. Oh, Thursday night throwdown. Had to get situated. Everybody got to settle in. You know, you get on on the mothership, you got to settle in. But welcome to the Thursday night throwdown. As you can see, you got the midnight rider. Then the man that writes all the checks, the boss, BJ. Of course, you got me, the big guy, KG repping the home team. Uh Ben's repping uh not choking dogs caps. We talked about caps last night, so we're going to be able to get into that and finally going we got ourselves a hockey a hockey watcher so we can get some hockey shows going on.
0: Oh, and, I got uh, another
1: guy. Oh yeah. I got a guy. Yeah. Okay. So when we when we talk hockey, we going we going to have to get into that cuz uh number 1 uh before we get into the show, it's a couple of games I would like to go to. I haven't been never been to a hockey game as of yet. And I would like best, to go to one.
0: Best experience
1: ever, man. you know everybody tells me you, you know I went to go see a fight and a hockey game broke out. So
0: it doesn't happen as much <laughs> as you think, man. Like that's <laughs> no, the, it really the, the part about. But it, it, you probably get in a week of hockey, depending on what the two teams are, you'll probably get one or two fights. And then most and times it used the fight, to be way more
1: than that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like it used to be like the Islanders and the Caps. You'll get one. Uh, you'll get one with the Bruins and the Caps. So it's just certain teams.
1: Uh, I know we we supposed to be talking something totally different, but I'm going to tell you this before we before we move off of this, and I think you should remember this. It was a rookie that came at Ovi one time, and Ovi took – he gave him a good old-fashioned DC ass-whooping and basically took yeah. his coat, his shoes, and his hat.
0: Yeah, My favorite hockey fight of all time. I will say that, so. If we talk about favorite hockey fights, mine has to be – they played the Rangers in the playoffs – and everybody knew because of the way game, the game before ended that they would come out and like both lines just came out, dropped gloves and scrapped at the puck drop. Like it was like it was on. It was on. If on site was a thing that was on site. So that's probably wow. one of the best ones I've seen. Oh, my God. Well, keeping it, D.C. Uh,
1: bombshell dropped this morning. I wish we could have went on air this morning and said something. Daniel Snyder. It's been talks about removing him as the owner of the commanders for quite some time. And then now he's talking about he got dirt on the other owners, and he's gonna do, he he's gonna blow up the NFL with this dirt, and he's gonna take down the, the, the NFL and the NFL's a mafia and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, bro, you sure you want to do this?
0: You sure this the hill you wanna die on? Oh, you want gonna die on that hill. I, told, I said this every time we've talked about it, whether it's on here, whether it's on a post, I've always said the one thing they worry about is Daniel Snyder being petty and trying to get back at people. That's the one thing that always has been at the forefront for me. Like he's a kid, He's like that kid in the candy store. When you take his lollipop away, he's going to sit in the middle of the aisle, stomping and crying, yelling and screaming. So I knew this was going to happen. Um, I just didn't know it was going to come out like this. And now that it's come out, I don't know what's next. I don't know if there's another – because I f- I feel like there's another – like this is the tip of the iceberg of the things that's going to come out. So if it's, we starting off here. Ain't nothing but going up.
1: Well, uh, it would say that, well, uh, Daniel Snyder needs to go ahead and fire – Ron Rivera. And I, my response always been, he's not going to fire Ron Rivera right now because it's too much turmoil going on in the office with the sexual assault allegations, him being suspended, uh, them trying to remove him as owner. And we on the street is none of the owners like this guy. Nobody likes him, but I thought him and Jerry were, you know, hell I I thought him and Jerry was, you know, tight because that's who he emulates. He emulates Jerry Jones and, you, you getting the same result that Jerry Jones get. Before Jerry Jones had to be the man that was on the phone and all this and making all the deals and willing and dealing, the Cowboys were a winning organization. And I don't mean just winning games. They were winning championships. Your ego got the best of you. You didn't draft well. Your dynasty died because of you. If you want to follow in those footsteps of Jerry Jones, and I love Jerry Jones on many different levels, if you want to follow in those footsteps and kill your franchise, go ahead, but just don't do it with this franchise.
0: So, you said something interesting about him following Jerry. Mm-hmm. There's one thing he don't follow Jerry in, and that's bringing in bringing in money and putting butts in seats. So until he can do that, he need to stick to being Dan Snyder and not try to be Jerry because he can't be Jerry. That's not what he. That's not what he built for. He's not built for that. Uh, this team is taking a 91,000 seat stadium to like a 67,000 seater. And then I think one of the notes in the article was that they have the highest percentage of seats being sold on the um, third, third party market or third market um, or the outside market, whatever they, however they coined that phrase for like seat geek and all those companies.
2: uh evening fellas how's everybody good man what's going on with you oh goodness i'm good man hey i don't know if anybody watched spongebob it's it's an episode of spongebob where the jellyfish and spongebob having a house party i remember that episode god i'm I'm gonna send it to (laughs) y'all that's what that's what's going on in my house right now i'm gonna post i'm gonna post it in uh in the butcher column so y'all can see what i'm talking about that way uh y'all can get the the joke but let me let me let me let me uh let me speak on mr daniel m schneider okay this guy right here right and i've said it multiple times you cannot like him but let's not forget let's not think for one second that he has he has to have some type of kill and cutthroat to make what he made, made his fortune, smarts, everything. So, you know, is he a good football owner by the standards of Washington Commander fans? Absolutely not. You know, do the the owners hate him? Probably so. But this is the, that when you, you, keep, you keep trying to mess with an animal you shouldn't be messing with, and all of a sudden they snap and bite you. And I don't know if it was, it was a couple of shows ago. I don't know if it was a couple of shows ago. or I, I remember saying this, but this is what you – and Midnight Rider said it too. This is what you have to watch out for with this guy. He, if he's going to go down or you think you're taking him down, guess what? Every NFL secret in the world coming out. Anything he got on his plate, you want to take this organization away from him, you gonna, you gonna, you're going – y'all are going to die too. And that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at with Stan Snyder. But I think it's hilarious. Because after the John Gruden stuff came out, we kept saying, okay, we know it's more. We know it's way more to this than just what John Gruden did and a couple emails back and forth with select individuals. Because, you know, the NFL, and especially NFL, we go to speak of the NFL, have selective memory, and they they put out what they want to put out so it's going to be very interesting to see if if the nfl says to hell with it whatever he got let him come out but we got to get him out of that seat or if they're back off and be like leave him alone i i would like to see how this plays out
1: and what's up to you perry long time no here uh hopefully we can get back and and on the on the mothership on saturdays and talk some wrestling because I got a good question coming up Saturday and I would love for you if you got time to answer that one I would love to hear uh, what you what you got with that one but uh, Perry also says Snyder trying to get his Nino Brown on yes he is if I'm going down everybody going with me you know because they, it's a fear thing and you got to be cut through in any business I get it but here's my thing we know what the short game is what's the long game you get Daniel Snyder out, then you have to approve an owner. And I hear it's it's been Jeff Bezos' name rolling around for two, three years now. And my thing is, Bezos wants to buy the Phoenix Suns. He wants to buy the Washington Commanders. He owns uh, the Washington Post and uh, Clear Channel and all of that. So he has his hands in a lot of stuff. But... From an employer standpoint, where is that going to leave the organization?
0: It'd be a fresh start. I mean, you'd be starting brand new. Um, the only thing you'd want to do is you want this process, whatever this process becomes and is, you want it to happen in a timely manner. I think when Daniel Snyder bought the team, there was an issue where he didn't get control of the team until it was like, well into um, April and May before he really got control of the team. Now, at that point, you missed out on free agency where you missed out on actually maybe signing Trent Green because Trent Green didn't sign mostly because we didn't know who the owner was going to be. So you lose stuff like that when it takes a long time in the process. The other part that I think we get is I think you get fans back. That's the one of the biggest things. You'll get people coming back just because he's not involved in the process. The only thing I worry about is I think the second you hear something about Daniel Snyder and a vote, the first thing I think is coming out is the Colin Kaepernick um, emails. I think that's gonna be his first drop. That's gonna be his bomb. That's gonna be the one that splits the earth in half because I know just from the language in the John Gruden email, I know the language in those emails is quite explicit.
1: And Perry came through with a, with a good one here. Ownership group of Bezos, Jay, and Rayful Evans. This, now, if you would say said Rayful Evans in about 87, 88, yeah, Rayful had enough money to do it. He had more than enough money to do it. But, uh, hey, you would have to do what you had to do. Anything's better than ownership right now. And the thing is, I never wanted Daniel Snyder to own this team. I wanted this team to stay with the cooks because John can't cook. He was, he seemed so poised to take over for his dad. And it was like, okay, let's keep rolling with this because this is what it's going to be. And his dad knew how to stay out of things and let the football people do the football thing because Jack can't cook. He built the forum. He had a winner in the Lakers. Uh He had the Kings. Uh, He came here and won championships. Everything he touched turned to gold in somehow, some way. So I thought John would, you know, keep going with that. But you got somebody that's a fan and you're like, okay, you're a fan. You want to see this organization win, but then you won't let the people you hire do the job they're supposed to do. You want to hire your friends. Now, granted, if I'm in that position, I got no problem hiring the Midnight Rider, the Boss BJ, uh, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, Nubian Sumo, even Perry, a uh, 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 good contributor, Raj Thompson. I got no problem hiring everybody, making sure everybody got a job. But I have to hire you guys in your strong suit. I can't say, well, Midnight Rider, I want you to be over concessions, and you over concessions, but you want to turn everything vegan. You turn off the like. Three-quarters of the fan base right there. I'm losing money. I have to put you where you have your strengths at. He wanted Vinny Serato. Vinny Serato could not pick talent to save his life, but he had to have Vinny in the building. That was the downfall of Daniel Snyder. Now, if you come out with any emails, anything you have to say, some of it is already probably common knowledge. So I'm, I'm not really... I'm not really... uh really really too concerned so uh b
2: you got something to say there yeah man i I think i and i i get where you're going but i think the the cook ownership didn't continue for a reason um if if it if if boss cook wanted his family to have it he would have made it that way And and it and go ahead go ahead midnight rider oh so on that note what
0: happened and part of the reason why he didn't give it to them is there's a tax. If you inherit a team, there's a crazy tax that you have to pay. And the dad didn't set it up to go through that loophole of that tax. And you're actually going to see that same thing coming and play with the Baltimore Orioles. When if something happens to Angelos and he dies, it's a way that you have to maneuver it. So the kids don't kill get killed on the taxes that they would have to pay when they inherit the team. Sorry about that. And,
2: no, 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 no. You're good. I, I love I know I love hearing that, and I, I get that. But we talk about Jack Kent Cook. We we not talk. We talk about like I said. when I talk. We talk about Dan Snoddy, You can say what you want about him, but you know we talk about savvy businessmen. So you know, and I, I'm just saying, even if you didn't set that up, if if I owned the Buffalo Bills and I wanted Brian Jr. to have it, I'm 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 setting that money to the side for the tax or going through the loophole, like. I just I just go off of like if something somebody wants something done they're gonna do it they're gonna set things up and put things in motion so it's done because that that was a you know I remember when the team was in kind of like up in the air who's gonna own it what's gonna happen so uh, one thing I wanted to address what you said Kevin is I, I think you're I understand what you're saying about not wanting not wanting Dan Snyder to own the team and wanted it to go to Cook's son. But I think that's an unfair assessment because even if you felt that way, you don't – You if Dan Snyder came in here and won three or four Super Bowls, we wouldn't be talking about this. If this team – let's let's go back to the first game of the season at home. Washington fans showed up. We heard the roar of the crowd in, for the Jacksonville men. So the losing is eternal. If they had scandal after scandal after scandal – This Washington Commanders team, if and somehow over the next 10 years won three Super Bowls, nobody would care about the coach on up, the GM on up, nobody would care. The league wouldn't care, it would be the league would care to a certain extent, but it would be hot drama. Can you imagine ESPN and Fox leading these stories? They, They would have something to talk about that. I mean, because that's what that's what the sports. Uh, broadcasting thing is now it's turned into entertainment tonight it's, it's about drama, it's about the juicy stories, it's about putting information out there and hoping you're right because it sounds good and, it, and it's going to draw attention so um, I think what you said about him <laughs> if he does I think, I think it's going to be a series of things and I think that's one of the reasons I'm saying I want to see what happens because would the threat of what Dan Snyder could have, is it enough for Roger Goodell and the NFL to back off and be like, all right, look, you know, I'm, I'm sure Roger Goodell will have a meeting with him. Be like, look, we don't like you, but we're going to leave you alone. Like, let's try to, you know, do X, Y, and Z so we can get the franchise back up. And, not, you know, I'll not be a laughing stock. Or is the NFL going to be like, well, fuck you. Let's see what you got. And he dropped something hot, and then they have to back off. Like, either way, either way, I think Dan Snyder wins. Either way, he's swinging on the NFL balls, and his mouth is wide open, his teeth is showing, be like, I'm ready to bite. I just need this. I will bite. I'm I'm swinging on y'all nuts, and I will bite if I have to, but I don't want to. I'll let go, and I'll drop off. I'll take a broken arm in the fall and go about my business. But if I have to bite, it's gonna hurt. I, I'm telling you, look, burden and gold. I'm telling you, you, you might not like your owner. But he ain't no dummy. You're a shark, he's a shark. They don't, and, and, and it's not just him. It's all 32 owners. All of them have to have some shark in them to get to the point where they are with that money in those businesses. Like the Paguyas their own Buffalo. They seem like a nice couple let you come across them and they have to make a business decision. You're going to get sliced <laughs> and diced up. You'll get sliced and diced up and and that's... It's, it's, I just want to see the next step, fellas. That's what I'm moving for.
1: Well, one thing they say is that Daniel Snyder hired private law firms to look into other owners and things like that and that's... I mean, that that's some gangster shit right there. You hiring private law firms looking to somebody else's business and... It's crazy because you can't even sweep around your own front door, but you're sweeping around somebody else's. Like you, you, you live in a glass house. Like you're throwing stones, and you live in a glass house. Like, dude, you got Kanishki's. Like, really?
0: Kanishki's? Yes. Yes. That's a new one. Yes. So the follow up, what you guys to just said, um. I think this is definitely a a, a, a gangster move, but I, I mean, for me, it's just it comes with the turf, as we've seen. I think today was one of the weirdest days of being a fan. Actually, the last two weeks because it's almost feeling like KJ. You might remember this, like twenty thirteen, the end of the Mike Shanahan era, when every week it seemed like on game day came a big story about this team. I feel like we're in that territory again. And that didn't end well. So I don't know how this is going to end. Um, But we're getting to a point where every week there's something. And we still haven't gotten the report from Mary Jo. Um, I can't think of her last name, but Mary Jo did a report, some investigation they're supposed to have. So that's coming out. Whatever the Congress has, hasn't come out yet. And and the bad thing about this team, and you you can always tell a damn situation because they always come out and attack whoever drops the report. They always try to attack their credibility. They always try to call it um, a scheme. Them trying to get them to sell the team, I think, was the latest thing they brought up. It's they always play the blame game. They never answer the question. They always just go back and attack and blame. Pay attention. That's always his trick.
1: Well, if I'm backpedaling, I got to pick up some sort of defense. I mean, what am I?
0: Well, why not blame anybody else but accept accountability? Right, but that's, I mean, I'm just saying, that's his M.O. Like, I, I feel like they said he was gone. Dan was on the phone calling Tanya AT, look, we need—we had that one scandal. Let's get Sean Taylor in the rafters. Hey, look, um, boom, boom. And, like, Jason, unfortunately, is in a bad situation because he got to do whatever you say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He can't go to Dan like, Dan, I don't think we can do it. Dan's like, no, it's got to be done. If you can't do it, I'll get somebody else. And then you see a lot of this stuff being thrown together last minute. And it's not exactly put together well. The
1: the, the, the name change, uh, Bobby Mitchell's number retirement, which should have happened years ago, uh, Sean Taylor's number retirement. Now you get ready to throw Sonny Jurgensen in there after. I really think they, they forced Sonny out, but we're not going to get into that. They had to. I
0: ain't got Sonny rubbing to. his arrowhead. I ain't getting no turnovers. Hey, man, I'm just saying. he had to. I, I listened to the, the broadcast on the way from dropping my son off and coming back to DC. And yeah, I don't know if Sonny knew where he was a couple times. So <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. But let's okay, get going because we we on a tight schedule, man. Man, have kept cooling too. So <laughs> sticking in
1: Washington, uh, William Jackson, the third, he was benched on Sunday. Like he was walking along the sidelines, hands behind his back. You know, he was participating in huddles and everything. But he was just walking the sidelines during the game and hands behind his back. He got benched, and he's supposed to be our number two corner next to Kendall Fuller. And you know that's supposed we supposed to have one of the best back ends in the league with Fuller, Jackson at the corners and Cam Curl and uh, Bobby McCain at the safeties. But it hasn't yielded a whole lot of success to go with that vaunted front seven. And now, William Jackson wants out of Washington. He says he wants out. He wants to go where it's a focal point. I guess he's the focal point, and he wants to go somewhere else. Uh, I start with you, Midnight Rider. Um, two questions. What do you get back from?
0: And potential landing spots. Um. Wow. All right. What you get back from him? Oh, first, before I do that. Yo, whatever Bobby McCain is paying you to say nice things about him, like I want to cut of that because I got to hear all this talk about Bobby McCain and I don't know, man. But to the question, um I think you're going to end up either swapping disgruntled players with a team, maybe picking up a, somebody else's corner that they, that's not happy where he is, and I think you're going to end up having the infamous switch of the swap of six-round picks. That's all you can get for him. I don't think you're getting anything more. Like I've seen this guy get burnt all day long. Like, what's his value to me? Unless I have like a tragic situation at cornerback where I'm on like my fourth corner and my fourth corner is some kid that undrafted free agent out of Tuscaloosa State, I I just don't, I I just don't see him getting more than than a six. And if he gets more than a six, I'll come on here and say I was dead wrong. I have no problems admitting I was wrong, but I just don't see him netting anything of that much value in return. So I see it as possibly a swap of picks or a situation where they get somebody else's disgruntled, maybe a guard, maybe a DB again. So we'll see.
1: BJ?
2: I just saw a mock trade that was like Saquon to the bill for a seven. In exchange for Zach Moss in the third, when and we all know this. It don't matter what sport it is. When you have a player with an organization, he fell out of favor with the organization, and you know he doesn't want to be there no more. Of course, the no matter how talented you think the guy is, his value is gonna go down immensely. So I can see them. You know, I don't. If I'm a GM, if I am interested in Will Jackson, I mean, it's not like we're talking about. You know, we're talking about if you need some depth, like you kind of, kind of like Buffalo do right now. But if you're a team and you got your guys started out with, I mean, I don't know anybody that's gonna beat down the door for Will Jackson. Um, but that being said, I would just if I'm a GM, I don't, I don't trade no picks for this guy. I'm, I sit out and wait until Washington releases him. Yeah, let, let him, let him release him. Let him uh, uh, see if he. Uh, clears the waiver wires or whatever, and, and they and then go for him in. You go offer him the minimum or whatever you want, but picks for the guy. Uh, I just I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm.
1: And and see, that's crazy because my next question for you was, and this is what I thought about as after I asked the question to them to both of you gentlemen, I thought about what if we made a trade with Buffalo and, and BJ put on the the the, the Brandon Bean hat and be the GM for Buffalo. I'm on the phone with you right now. I got William Jackson. I know you're having some some corner issues. Uh give me a sixth and a seventh.
2: Absolutely not.
1: Okay, give me a seventh. I make I can make things happen in the seventh.
2: Um if I'm Brandon Bean, I don't do it because we're not talking about we're not talking about the Buffalo Bills prior to 2019, where they would take anybody any attitude. They just cut, cut Tavon on off me. Because he was complaining about not getting on the field. And if – if uh, was it the Miami game? I, I think it was the Miami game where we were down at three wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all we had. And he still didn't get on the field. Mm-hmm. So, but this is – you know, it. the crazy thing is, and I don't want to take a shot at Commanders fans, but if this is William Jackson on the Bears and y'all needed a corner, y'all would pull this deal, six and seven. Cause Yala, the, the, the organization is that type of organization it's like they don't have um you know they don't have that vocal leader when is the last who besides dj swearing in the last couple of years who's been like the vocal leader of this team like chase young is he's, he's too young to to take that 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 step i think he he might be that eventually but you got a a, a rotating door quarterback you, you know, um I'm trying to think of Jonathan Allen. He does he seems like lead by example guy. You know, he he gets riled up on the field after the play, but you don't have that guy. You don't have a, a a team, a vet team, vet leader that can like get in these guys' faces and stuff. So it's just the, the well, organ. if you don't have that, when you get these guys, it's just gonna pull your organization down, pull the team around
1: Well, I mean The last it seems like they bring in players from other teams to be the locker room voice. Uh, It was Thomas Davis. I want to say that was last season. It was Thomas Davis. Uh, I mean, it's been Jonathan Allen because they go to him for quotes all the time, especially when they when we were talking uh, uh, Jack Del Rio. They went to him for a quote and he said he had no problem with it. Um, But there is no locker room leader. That can be, you know, no seen locker room leader. So I understand that. But what you said about Washington pulling the trigger on this trade, we didn't even pull the trigger on a Jamal Adams trade when he was available. We knew he
0: was garbage. (laughs) We knew he was garbage. So, so I think like it's gotten to a point. They've gotten a little bit better at making trades, not much better. Um, It's like going from an F to a D or like a, D plus a D is so, right. And, and, and I think that's just the way they've been set up. I don't like the way we make deals. That's why I was saying, I think this deal is a, is you give them Jackson, you got to eat the cap number, whatever that is. Um The good thing is his cap number next year. I don't think it's guaranteed. So he was gone at the end of this season, no matter what. So that's another reason that you're motivated to move him um, out of the organization and somewhere else the other piece on it is this team has to do something you got to acquire assets you know for the long time you talked about the Serato era and for the Serato era we had like five years span where we only drafted like 20 players you can't get better doing that and even if you end up with a six you got something you know they made a six turn into alpha morse they had a seven become cam curl so we you have had situations where you've been successful um, it's not a lot, but you have been successful um, in some of these situations. So sometimes you just got to load up with guys in the back end of this draft and hope for the best. Just like you got um, the kid, Derek Force, that's starting the night, fifth-round pick. There are situations mm-hmm. where this team has to just start getting bodies in and um, start getting an identity. Like I always said, and I've said this before, and you will always hear me say this when I talk about this team and the draft, we don't have a type until we get a tight. We won't. We won't be su- successful. You gotta. I gotta look at college football on Saturday and say that's a Washington Redskins. That's a Washington Commander. That's what I have to do, and I can't do that right now. Well,
1: I I agree with that because we don't have a type. We really don't. We don't have a type, and that hurts. Um, I'm a proponent of loading up on draft picks. I love the the the, the draft and. The GM aspect of preparing for the draft is scouting and everything. And BJ would tell you, we'll play online franchises, and I love doing the off season. I love getting to the off season, scouting guys, and they had to make a limit in one of the leagues that I was in because I had, like, 13 draft picks, and they were all elite, and I was just picking guys. But I was picking guys and turning them into stars. It's about development. You got to get a guy. If you need a a position field and this guy fits Your type, because I have a type, he fits your type. You need a position field. Okay, I'm going to develop him. He may take a year or two to come around, but I got him. Right now, I'm dealing with a middle linebacker that's a 62 overall, but he has a superstar trait. I'm going to develop the shit out of him. (laughs) He's going to be my guy for the next three years. Once he gets going, oh, y'all, it's over. It's over. Y'all done. Y'all done. But – Washington has always shot themselves in the foot when it comes to uh drafting. But tonight they take on the Bears and I am hoping that they don't shoot themselves in the foot because they are one and a half point favorites. The over under is 38 and a half. Uh if I'm not mistaken, Brian Robinson is starting tonight. So uh we get we we get a a little bit more of him, and I love what i seen from him t- against Tennessee on Sunday. Just not enough. The run game wasn't prevalent enough when it should have been. So uh, before we get out of here, first and foremost, we're going to start with the boss BJ, and then we're going to finish up the Midnight Riding. Uh, thoughts on tonight's game? Hell, even a winner. Matter of fact, let me pick my winner now.
2: Well, I'll get going. I think I think the Bears come out with a victory tonight, home at Soldier Field. Um, I think it's you know I, I really think this is going to be one of the, the games of, once again that you're going to see miscues, Washington, and, and that's how they're going to lose this game. You know miscues, time management. Um, you know if they in it, it and if they they get to that, hopefully they don't come out flat. You know they didn't come out flat against. Uh, uh, can't even remember who they played. Oh, the, the, the Titans last week, you know, that wasn't an issue, it was just time management and um, and, and, and person decisions. So, I'm gonna take the Bears tonight. Um, I don't think it's gonna be over 40. Uh, I don't know what the over under is for this game. I don't think it's gonna be over 40. I think the Bears are gonna take it probably by like 21 14, 21 13. I think it'll be one of those type of games.
0: The over under is 38 and a half, so you're good.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll get to 38. I really don't. I'd be surprised if this turns into a, you know, a, a Midnight Rider and Boss BJ shootout, you know, 41 42. But I, the 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 over under 38, that's that's a that's a big guy KG shootout, 13 16. You got the John Thompson tiling his shoulders sweating, you know. Dallas Cowboy, Cologne one, you know, that type type of shootout.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So um, tonight I think the feature players, for Chicago, it's David Montgomery, it's um, Kevin Mooney. You even got to see what Justin Fields can do because even though he's got the lowest number of pass attempts, the kid makes plays with his feet and he throws a deep ball well. So I think, I think we'll be in that 23-20 range, so I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to take Washington, of course. Um, but I just think this is one of those games where you got to be careful. Chicago's been frisky all year, and you don't want that one game where they decide to hit on all cylinders to be against you. The other thing for the Commanders, I think this is a great situation for Brian Robinson. The Bears have given up 100 yards in each one of their games so far. So that's a big plus. Hopefully, in the kicking game, can use now because Robinson's there, you can use Antonio Gibson in the return game. Maybe you get something out of that in, the, in at least the kick return, if not the punt return, uh, because you need to get something. Right now, Dax Mill ain't doing it. And personally, I don't even understand why they haven't done – I mean, even though Dax might be a better receiver, why not put er- Alec Erickson back there and let Erickson do something because he's a little bit better. It ain't much but it's a little bit better. And that's what you need right now. You need something because there's no threat teams are actually kicking the ball to us because they know we're not getting to the 20. So why kick it in the end zone and do you a favor? So I like Washington a lot. I think the defense has a chance with the young guys for us and curl. Um, You're getting a lot of energy out of um, the big guys in the middle. Um, But I mean, to quote K- KG's favorite commentator tonight, we need a hero. We need a hero. We need somebody to come out and make a play. You know what I'm saying? We need a guy to make a play. It's got to be personal for him. It's got to be a manhood issue, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the two um, Butch Knives can come out and do their thing, but they need something big to happen today to make make it official.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say something. (laughs) Yeah, it can't be a manhood issue, but see, I want to be on the end where we walk into Chicago's house, sit at their table, eat their food, burp in their face and goose their wife on the way out the door. That's what I want tonight. And. <laughs> and I will say this, uh, the, the, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez came in and remember the diversified in bomb bond, bonds. And I picked Washington by three. Mm. Konnichiwa. So, I'm going to ask one last question and we're gone. Is Ron Rivera coaching for his coaching life tonight? If he loses this game, is he done?
2: I'm going to let BJ go first if he's ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I don't think they're ready to pull the trigger right now. I think over the next four or five weeks, this team keeps coming out flat you keep having uh bad coaching decisions on the field i think i think you'll see the end of the rama era here and you know we're not even going to go into who would be promoted or whatever because you you have to promote somebody until you can do a coaching search next year but i think the next couple next four or five weeks he is coaching for his his job
0: wow um before today's report I would have said, no, he's not coaching for his job because the league needs him to, to do something to keep some form of stability in this franchise. After today's report, I'm kind of worried because I feel like Dan Snyder is getting back to being full fledged. Um, Dan Snyder, like he's about to go into, I know you guys probably watch Dragon Ball Z. He's going to be super saying Dan Snyder, um, with his attitude and his him being able to cut the cord and stop paying some I mean and get rid of a coach after just three years. I don't wanna see that. I'm tired of the three and duns or the two and duns, but I I just think I after today, I, I'm nervous. I don't think he's coaching for his job, but I wouldn't be surprised now after these reports.
1: I'ma say this I don't think he's coaching for his job either, because if you think you fire day uh, you fire Ron. Dan comes, he comes down, he fires Ron, hey, this is it. You know, we're done. The only coach on this staff that has head coaching on his reg- resume in the NFL is Jack Del Rio. Do you really want Jack Del Rio as the ho- as the coach of our Washington commanders? Do you really want that?
2: Because I damn sure don't. It's, it's, it's temporary. Even if they promote Del Rio temporary to finish out the season, I don't want any of those. I don't want the the staff there. <laughs> I might give Scott Turner a chance. I don't want anybody there. Anybody that's on that staff, I don't think it's salvageable. I, I don't want nobody on the staff. Whoever rock, because we've been getting the Carolina Blues since Ron Rivera been here. And if you don't know what I'm speaking of, I'm speaking of him reaching back to the Panthers for assistance and players and stuff. I want all of them gone. All of them. Go. That's why I say you promote, you promote somebody. I don't think it's a head coach on this. Side. I don't think Scott Turner's ready to be a a, um, a a head coach. And that, you know, it's crazy. They I think they just gave him an extension, but he will have to go. Because you mm. want, you want, you want your coach to come in here and pick his staff. Offensive coordinator, like this, this is the, this might be one of the only franchises that your offensive coordinator, like Dallas. The offensive coordinator and stuff is picked for you. That's that's hogwash. So if you get a coach, they the whole everything got to be cleaned out, man. These people got to go.
0: And what's you don't crazy- get to pick your coordinators in Pittsburgh. Mm, Mike Tomlin doesn't get to pick his, his coordinators. You
1: know you you know who we need, and this is a reach. But you know who the hell we need? Just one year, one year. I say we call Dick LeBeau one year. One year defense. Nah. Not head coach
0: defense. Nah, I guarantee nah. you this, this thing is this thing is so different now. I think we get caught up in some of these older names and we gotta start giving some of these younger guys a chance. Um, I mean, because you haven't you haven't fixed it yet. You you brought Gruden in, he at least got a second contract, but then you blew him out. Um, you had Gibbs, but the game had passed Gibbs by and you would only get into the playoffs on lucky runs at the end of the season uh then you had who else am i missing Zorn, Jesus Christ I only know how do you hire a guy to be your offensive coordinator and then turn around and be like hey you're the coach today uh so again signs of dysfunction and and honestly it's just going to be more dysfunction we're gonna get somebody new in here and the problem is if you're a young guy and you're smart you're gonna make them pay up you want to get more money than most young quarter coaches get because, you know, when you come to Washington and you leave Washington, you got stains on you. You're dirty. You're sullied. So your reputation isn't the same as before. And you got to go back and rebuild yourself. So I don't see a retread or older guy coming here because they know that Dan Snyder gets his hands in the cookie jar too much. So, I mean, you're going to be stuck having to get somebody young and hopefully taking a chance on a young offensive coach. So that way you get the benefits of that. And then you bring in a strong defensive coordinator, and then everything falls into place. But hopefully, before all that happens, you pick the GM. So, well, I I, I guess that 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 ends the uh, Dick LeBeau
1: or even Monty Kiffin. So I guess y'all didn't kind of put me out.
2: Y'all to put me out. I'll <laughs> yeah, need, the need
0: them going to bed at having supper at two thirty and trying to go to bed <laughs> at five o'clock as my lead coordinator. <laughs>
1: And a good evening to you, Monica Thornton. Thank you for standing up and being counted. Um, I guess that's all we got. We got twelve minutes till kickoff. Uh, huh, Amazon Prime. I God, I wish they stopped throwing uh games on Amazon Yo, Prime.
0: Double check your local listings because you should be able to get the game on either Channel Five or se- Channel Seven if you got regular TV. So you may not have to go to your Amazon Prime to watch the game because they have to show the game in the local market. So they have to give you access via um, a local channel. Just like back in the day before ESPN became the worldwide leader, if you had a Sunday night game there, it would come on a different channel. So check that out first.
1: It's on Channel 5. It's on Fox. There you go. See? I'll take a Fox broadcast.
0: Now. Nah, I think you still get an island. What we call it? You're going to get the Amazon broadcast. Okay. You just, you're just you just getting it on Channel on 5. Fox.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Something that I meant to mention uh, earlier this week. And then we really out of here. The word legend is thrown around a lot. And the balls BJ can attest to this. We were at the game on Sunday and they brought out Redskins. I'm sorry, Commander's legend, Andre Carter. Huh? Commander's legend, Andre Carter. Huh? Mm,
0: that's, uh, and I was like, who? I know who he is, but he wasn't. See, the problem is there's this fine line because sometimes teams try to use the term legend just to say, like, player that was with the team. I'm going to say it that way, say it nicely. Mm -hmm. Um, But not everybody's a legend. Um, But I think this franchise monikers the term legend in a way to just kind of pay respect to the alumni. He should have been Redskins alumni, Andre Carter. He should have never been Redskins legend.
1: I agree with that. The man of the hour, Delonte. Uh Uh-oh. My bad, bro. I'm coming. I got you right. The man of the hour, Delonte, joining us. Uh, We wrapping up, but Washington, Chicago tonight, what you got?
2: Uh, I got Washington.
1: I got Washington. Uh, I know a lot of uh, Washington fans just talk about how um, much of the franchise is in disarray because comments about, um, you know, from Rivera to um, Carlson and snyder threatening to blow up the lead verbally um chicago is is, is a shit mess as well um you know what i'm saying and the only reason i it's not on people's radar is because we're here in washington and not in chicago so um and justin's phil justin phil man he's a poor man's lamar jackson i mean poor man i mean poor man you know what i'm saying so give me washington it's gonna be probably one of them, them super low scoring classics like Probably like last week. Give um, me Washington nine to six. Hey, I ain't even mad at that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm not even mad at it. So that's all the time we got. But man, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at. It. I'll, I'll take that. And you know, good old shootout on the Thursday night. And I ain't got a whole bunch of work to do tomorrow. So yeah. So that's all the time we got. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Enjoy the game tonight. For the boss, BJ, the man of the hour, Delonte, the midnight rider, Ben, uh, for all the junkies it's on special assignment, I'm the big guy, KG. You know our motto. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.